Oh my gosh. It's the final week going into week 17. Here we go. One team's guaranteed not to go. We have one week. We got three teams. Everyone's in it. Someone has to win. All right, welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast, the NFC Least Edition, going into the final week. Not necessarily our final episode, uh, because we will obviously do an episode following this crazy week, because it's all the rage right now. Even, like, literally, I've seen it all over the headlines, which is hilarious, because it's like, it's so bad, it's like people are interested because nobody knows what's going to happen. As always, though, we got Connor on here, uh, a little um, to hang out, you know, help us through this debacle train wreck that, I mean, it's totally off the rails at this point. So Connor, how you feeling? What's your thoughts? Well, um, Washington lost, so feeling all right. We still got a chance. Don't deserve a chance, but we got one. Uh, that and I think uh, my predictions from last week were 99% accurate. So, uh, Congratulations. yeah, feeling pretty good. Yep. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Well, see what we got, dude, because look, if you want to talk about ultimate culmination of like, like climax in the movie, you know, it's coming to the, the hero and the villain face off type moment. Like this is everything that we never thought it would be. And more, we were just talking about, you know, oh man, how far we've come. It is, you know, it is the end of December and we are still doing <laughs> this podcast series here. And so that prompted me to look back. September 26th was our first episode on the NFC Least. And with the very apt title that has aged so well, what's it like to be the worst division in the league? Well, that still rings truer than ever. And I think we all we we now can kind of conceptualize that title and answer answer that question. Yeah. This is what it's like watching these games. That's what it's like. All like 15 episodes of this little mini series we've done here on the rambling Viking. That's what it's like. Go back and listen to all of them. And that's what it's like. If I having, um, you know, kind of be in quarantine. Cause yes, for the listeners, I do sound a little off. I am a little stopped up. No, it is not necessarily directly from, the Kung flu. However, I do have slash had the Kung flu. Uh, it was my Christmas uh, present from God. It was, <laughs> I woke up Christmas morning and what did I have? Sore throat, chills, aches, and, uh, and a slight cough. And it actually started Christmas Eve night, but uh, that's going to be its own standalone podcast. My, I'll do a little re- recap of my experience, but I have it. I'm fine. I just am in a little bit of an isolation for the next week or so. So, and that's why I also sound a little different. Same old me folks, same old me, but anyways, we can get into this thing. So some of the big highlights from the week, the Eagles, I say this with so many mixed feelings are officially out. They're out of the running. Now that we're talking for winning the division, getting into the playoffs, but they have, but they potentially may have won. On the real front that matters, and that is draft pick status. Now, the crazy thing is, even though they're out, they have not officially won the draft pick race. That's how crazy backwards, every up in the air, everything is. Because to, to sum it up the best, if 
And uh, if you ain't first, you're last. And let me find this tweet. My friend sent me a tweet. So this is specifically highlighting the Giants. This is what's <laughs> at stake, right? If they lose and and other teams win, so if the Giants lose in week 17 and the and then and it just says wins from other teams, yeah, they could pick as high. Eagles, Falcons. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked it up. There's one oh. other team, maybe also the Panthers. Okay. I think okay. Those ones all win. But yeah, go on. So two birds and a cat. Gotcha. Something like that. <clears throat> So if those teams win, they could pick as high as third overall. But get ready for this. If they win and and then Washington loses, the Giants will win the NFC least. You want to talk about flipping the script, polar opposites, night and day, full-blown living out Ricky Bobby's catchphrase, you ain't first, you last. That's it right there. I mean, enough said. To the core. Yeah. To our core, so, we believe in it. <laughs> that's what's at stake. Other big highlights from this week, because there, there's just so many. I know, you know, we normally kind of just go into things, but there's too many things. Dwayne Haskins goes, gets benched in the fourth, finally, by a guy who had to reschedule his online college finals because that's what he was doing. And then Washington called and said, Hey, we may need a quarterback. Can you come? And that's who he got benched for and then outplayed by <laughs> later on. And now, as of today, Dwayne Haskins has officially been released 24 hours later. Straight up release. Yeah. Riverboat Ron is rejoicing. He yes, loves he it. He's so excited. He is ready for that trash garbage to be out of his organization. Uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing, putting words in his mouth, but I think we all understand that's his sentiment. I think we and understand. I think, I think that's we all agree. Him almost. Oh, it, pretty much. It's basically a quote. And I think, too, the biggest thing is that we all understand that if Ron Rivera is a true troll and going to cap this with the ultimate cherry on top, he should do nothing less than if Washington wins this week and they go back to the locker room. Technically, even if they lose, they could still do this. But if they win, he needs to hire uh basically turn the locker room into a strip club by hiring strippers, bringing them and then videotaping the whole thing, making a little mini documentary and sending it off to Dwayne Haskins and saying, uh, you know, from Washington, from the playoffs with love or something like that. Ultimate troll move. Strangest part about all that is I read today that the party where Haskins got caught was apparently his girlfriend's party birthday party. Had strippers. So, uh huh. She has to so, be a stripper then. You, I don't know, but you take that for the extra layer of what is happening. Hundred <laughs> percent is a stripper. Hundred percent. Sure. Yeah, and then, of I'm course, right. you know, you have the classic fashion. Dwayne goes on, makes his official statement, and says it feels weird calling him just Dwayne. Um, yeah, it, that's, I've never that called feels him like that. it should be he reserved for the Rock. Yeah, I'll call him Haskins, old Haskins, or, Wade, or Captain, but... uh, or yeah, Wade, uh, Captain <laughs> Cheat Clap, because that's what he's all about. Get the ladies yep. in here, make those cheeks clap. I, th- I he, see. We go he ahead went, and break he down went, that game first. Absolutely, absolutely. Before we do, yes. um, one last thing on that. He Please. went and, and did his classic. Oh, I take responsibility and I'm going to learn from this. And I was like, now you do that now 
you took you getting released? I'm like, yeah, man, I'll see you later. You'll go have fun, some, have some fun in the CFL, try and get back, then get lazy, and then it'll be fine. But that's uh, he'll, he'll play as a. I feel like he'll be a backup or a third string somewhere next year. Oh yeah, and it he'll won't end be somewhere up somewhere. We even think about it. I mean, it'd be something no. weird. Like all of a sudden, Seattle has him, and you're like, why? Yeah. I don't know, but it's they gonna got be him. one of those. Like when everyone found out RG three was on the Ravens, they yeah, all went, what? Really? All <laughs> thought, right. Thought he thought thought he moved to Mexico and was living it up on the beach or something for the last yeah. five years. I don't know. He's still around, but um, the Eagles leasted their brains out in all of this. Um, made Dallas look like an actually good football team. And for outside the division news, and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and dub it this our honorary um, NFC least. Uh, team of the week it, the Browns be the Browns we talked about this briefly uh, I even tweeted about this yesterday because I was so excited but they lost to the Jets and when in, in, in a situation where they needed to win out to make the playoffs and their fate is not only in their hands but in the hands of some other teams they go and lose to the worst team in football now second worst. yes second worst <laughs> dad gummit but <laughs> Now they, uh, and just when everyone thought the Browns couldn't be the Browns, we're done being the Browns and doing things like this. The Browns were the Browns, the original least leaster. I mean, decades long leasting, like they are the OG when it comes to leasing. Like what our division is doing as a whole is what that organization trademarked. If we're being honest. So you're not kind of got a, you got to kind of pay in homage to them, right? They paved the way for this division to lease like they, they have. And we've got 20 years of film footage, poor draft, poor decision-making, hiring, firings that, that this division looked at as a whole to be able to come to the point that we are at right now. So Connor, shall we move into the games this week? Starting with Washington. Yeah, I think we just need to do uh, Washington up right now. Um, Washington, of course, lost to the Panthers, 20 to 13. And, you know, Mm. last week I talked about this potentially being a uh, revenge game for Riverboat Ron. What I did not uh, foresee is that all the Panthers players who, you know, were coached by Rivera last year, they all wore Rivera strong shirts underneath their pads. And so that then turned all of that energy back around on Washington. So all of that that was going at them got turned back around. So um, real that mirror on on uh, Medusa kind of thing. Wild. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we support you and then beat you. Yep. Wow. Yeah, we have to beat you, but we support you. And then mm-hmm. all the revenge just melted away. And, no revenge. Yep. Nothing but love. Had no chance. And then um, all and whatever and then all that anger got redirected on top of the already anger that was there towards Haskins. Yes. Uh let's talk about Haskins. Uh 14 for 28, 154 mm. yards, which that's uh I mean 50% completion. That's pretty leasty. We appreciate that. Oh yeah. 14 receptions for only 154 yards isn't a lot. I mean, it's a little over 10, I guess, but whenever you have another 14 of them that are incomplete, it gets pretty rough to do much damage. Uh, mm-hmm. He had no touchdowns and two picks. But yeah. then in the fourth quarter, he got replaced. You talked about him a little bit. His name is Taylor Heineke. Heineke? Call him just Heineken. 
I need Heineken? to call him Heineken because sure. that's what he is. We'll take that. He's a 27-year-old who's still in college. Think about that. <sighs> um, he's from Old Dominion. And the best part about it, on the NFL site, when before the game, I was like, who do they even have other than Haskins? Because we all know Riverboat Ron hates him. Who mm-hmm. else is there other options? It was Heineken or Heineke or whatever you want to say. Taylor is what I prefer calling him just because that's a rough name, Taylor. Um, He's from Old Dominion, but he's the only one, only quarterback I even saw listed who didn't have a hometown listed. (laughs) He's not from nowhere. Nowhere but Old Dominion. That's all we know. He just showed back up. Where is he from? Old Dominion. Yeah, but where is his hometown? Old Dominion. That's not all you need to know. Is old okay. Dominion. Um, yeah. That was probably so his nickname. In he high actually came too. in and played pretty well. 12 and 19, 137 yards, one touchdown, no picks. But it was kind of almost, you know, relatively garbage time. And a lot of times, you know, guys will come in for like a little stretch of the end of a game and they'll look pretty good. And you're like, wow, maybe they should start. And then they start and do terrible. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Mason Rudolph last year. Um, Landry Jones in the past has done this several times, honestly. I don't know why all I had was Steelers quarterbacks back-to-back. Colt McCoy did that earlier this year for the Giants. It's just kind of what happens. The backup will look kind of good for like, you know, a quarter. And you're like, you know, the people get excited. gets the people going over the mm-hmm. week while we're waiting for the next game. And then they come in and you're like, oh. This is why he was a backup. Oh, this is why that guy was had to get finals moved around because he knows he's not long in this league. Got it. Yeah, so. he literally – the story that I heard this morning. And so they asked him about this in the postgame presser. He announced his the, – the finals that he had finished, he announced his grades on them. And then he proceeded to mention, oh, yeah, I had to email my professors and ask him to move two of my finals – until after the season because uh, the Washington football team just called me and asked me to come play quarterback. And they said the professors understood and they were cool about it, which I appreciate, which (laughs) mind boggling. Like all I did, I just looked at that and just laughed. I was like, this is real. This is a real story right here. This is actually happening. they, They are calling 27 year olds. Like you said, who are still in college, finishing something up to be like, yo, you still, you, you still sling that thing a little bit? Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Um, so, yeah, this all sets up for next week when uh, Washington has a game. If they win, they're in. That's what it comes down to. And that game mm-hmm. is against the Eagles, and it got flexed oh. to the Sunday night football oh. matchups. Oh. How beautiful. <laughs> Man, We're going to have Carrie Underwood soundtrack usually, singing us to this game. Mm. <laughs> I know we usually wait till we've done all of the games, but obviously the NFC player the least this week is Dwayne Haskins. Because he got cut and he got replaced by Heineke, a dude named Taylor, who's in college, yes. had to get his finals move. He got replaced by him. So yes. it's kind of anticlimactic, but I just want to get that out there now. because No. Wow. <laughs> It is un like it is unanimous, unequivocally. He is he is our NFC least player of the week. All right, like he, you, yeah. you you don't you don't get replaced in the fourth by Heineken, 
and then get cut the next day and not get that honor. Like he might even get player of the season for that one. All right. Really right. Like I'm, 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 I'm almost willing to throw it to him right now. Yeah. Uh, We'll figure it out next week because we have one more listing. But he's the odds-on favorite at this point. Vegas likes him for the award. Yeah. Um, Okay. Where do you want to move? You want to move to uh, Um, the the ugly or the uglier? I'm going to go uglier, but before we do that, quick note. You know, I got to get my punting stats in. Mm. Oh, please. Yes. boy. Well, notable things is we had some good fumble action. I know that – um, muff punt into the end zone was one of the scores for, I think it might've been the first score for Carolina. So that was big time. Um, is he crying on the sideline? Hold on. I'm so, I've got highlights going and I think they just showed Dwayne Haskins crying on the sideline. He was kneeling in a corner. He had a mask on. I didn't see any tears, but he might've been crying. Punting trust way, three punts, 154 yards, averaging 51.3 as always just booming it. Uh, one touchback, no coffin corners, long of 65. This man Oof. is a legend. Freaking legend. <laughs> he's all right. Our hero. He's out here. Gosh, he's just getting lit with it. All right. We can go to the uglier. Let's bet. I don't know if you have, I don't know if you chose which one was uglier in your head. Cause I, I really didn't. Oh, it's so the Eagles. We're gonna, it's the Eagles. Awesome. Okay. That was going to be my guess as to what you were going to well, say. Because they really went out and put on a clinic on here's what to do if you want to, if you're playing arguably the worst defense, a horrible offense, but you want to make them look like they've been revived. Like you want to make yep. them look like, That's oh, Dak's back and we have an O line remnant of our legendary one. Oh, and we actually play defense. That's what that was. That's all fair, because I remember the Eagles were up at one point in this game, fourteen oh. to three. Let me let me That's walk not- you through. Please. Let me let me walk you through this as a fan watching this. All right, I went back watched it after the fact, so I could fast forward through the bull crap, aka commercials. And <sighs> into the first quarter, feeling great. It felt like twenty seventeen again, Super Bowl run type stuff because that season. One of the big statistics was we outscored our opponents like it was it was like this isn't the exact stat. It was like 30 to nothing in first quarters. Like it was like we'd score half our points in the first quarter, get up big, teams try and come back, we'd score a couple more times, no chance, right? Yeah. But knowing that that it wasn't 2017, what kind of team we are this year, in first quarter comes around, we're up like 17 to three, I think. I go, oh no. It can only go downhill from here. Let's see how this tumbles down the hill to destroy the cabin at the bottom. That is any chance of us winning this division and show enough. We, uh, sorry, I think it was 14 to three. It might've been, yeah, it's 14 to three. And then the only other points we scored were in the second quarter. It was a field goal and we went cold. And then the Cowboys proceeded to score 34 unanswered basically after that uh, to win by 20 points. So yeah, that was, that was how the game went for me. By the end of it, I was like, all right. Uh, I was yelling, first of all, and this is a personal thing that Wentz, Wentz isn't the problem. We have bigger problems, folks. It's all the problems you name any, any, um, 
name any position group, name any coaching staff, name anywhere on the on this in this organization, and I can fit, find a problem with that piece of this organization. But uh, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I will let you uh, carry on. Well, how nice of you. Okay, uh, Eagles lost 1737. We talked about how we got there. Jalen Hurts, 21 to 39, 342 yards passing, one touchdown, two picks. Thank you, Jalen. Mm-hmm. Much appreciated. He was also your leading rusher, nine carries, 69 yards. Then uh, on the other side, the Cowboys, the Red Rifle is fire. 22 to 30, 377 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Ezekiel Elliott. That's kind of funny because midway through the game, I saw him. And I thought, well, he's really still not playing that well. But he ended mm-hmm. up 19 carries, 105 yards. So I I can't see his long here, but I'm sure he had one that was 31. Rather what? 31 yards. That was his long. 31. Okay. So he started really tearing him apart there in the second half. Yep. Um, Wore him down. Yep. Yep. I, I don't know. I – I hope personally that the Eagles are ready and willing to play spoiler next week and not oh, going to rest people that for some reason, I don't know why they would rest someone. Maybe they're just yeah. not feeling it next week, but I hope <laughs> they come out ready to play spoiler. I really do. We don't even, we don't even have anyone to rest. If we, if we tried to rest somebody, they would go full blown invincible and have open tryouts this week, right now, to be like, all right, look, whoever wants to come out and try, think they can play in the NFL, whatever, Jack, who thinks that they can actually compete, come out and play because uh, we got nothing going on. Because that's that's how that's how um, injured injured and scarce sparse this roster is. So, yep. Uh, to put it lightly, I dang it, I wish I could find the stat, but sometime in the game last night. This this had to be this had to be the moment, right? I think Eagles defensive scheme was, hey, even though we have a corner who is fresh off the practice squad, totally unproven. I don't remember his oh, it's like Jacques the 3rd or something like that. Oof. It's real bad. And uh he gave up something like 7 catches for like 170 yards or something. So all the big basically all the big catches from Michael Gallup and then Amari Cooper were on him. Um Good. Yeah, he was really just a placeholder to say, "Oh, there's a person. There, there's somebody around." Got a there. Body out there. Right there, there was a body out there, and you know, so that was really the strategy: was say, "Hey, you know how this person is totally unproven and totally outmatched by this receiving core? We're just gonna leave him on an island. It's fine. He'll be fine. This is how we yeah. leased." Well, that all makes sense, and that it all makes sense why the Eagles are the only team eliminated. Mm-hmm. In the NFC least. But not guaranteed the top draft pick because the nope. Giants are out here being sneaky, playing both sides, talking out of both sides of their mouth. Hats off to them, though. That's ultimate leasing. Either you win the division or you get the third overall pick. Like, that's 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 how you do it right there. That's, that's how pretty you play. least supreme. That mm. really is. Um, speaking of the Giants, unless you have anything else on this game of sadness, uh, I say we move on to the other one because that one won't take long. Just uh, just, just one quick note. Let's look at the punting. Cameron oh, Johnson yes. was back after his uh, – what did he have, a concussion? No, he had something because he had the punt blocked and they swept the legs. Five yeah. five boots, 183 yards, 
average of 36.6, about six yards below his average. Rough day for him. I think he was probably still a little gimpy. Uh, no touchbacks, though, but three coffin corners. And he still had a long of 51. So, so very serviceable. We'll say it was a serviceable day for him. Yeah. And then, uh... Hey, dogs. All right. And then, uh... So they went in on the action. But then Hunter Nicewander. Which great name, first of all. Fantastic name, whether you're a punter or whatever you are. Nice wonder. Uh, arguably, he might he might have the he might have the best best name in the division Very right well. now. Probably does. But he's uh he had four boots, 178 yards. 478. Huh? And nice... not 478. Sorry. For 178. <laughs> 178. Yards. Sure. Sure. He averaged 44 and a half yards, two coffin corners, long of 56. So, all in all, good day for him. Horrible Solid game. Day. Don't recommend going and watching it unless you're a Cowboys fan, but I don't think there's any of them left. They made sure to estrange all of them by like week 10. So, yeah, but they could. I, I don't yeah. Yeah, so now it's just literally someone who's like, ah, it's a football game, I'll watch it. But yep. we can go ahead and move on to that non-game that was the Giants game. Yeah, let's uh we can we can knock this out quick. Uh Ravens won 27-13. And really that last touchdown for the Giants came in pretty much garbage time. So really it should have been 27-6 and just had two Graham Ganos. Uh Daniel Jones, 24 of 41. 252 yards, one touchdown. Uh, the leading rusher for the Giants, I thought this was fun. Wayne Gallman, six carries, 27 yards. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I I don't have a whole lot else to say. Um, Graham Gano, like I said, nailed both of his field goals, so good for him. Um, I don't know. They're... they're they, they just don't have a chance in this. This was like whenever I tur- got got NFL's uh, website pulled up so I could track the game while um, I was riding in the car. I it was like it couldn't have been more than three minutes into the game and it was fourteen zero Ravens. I'm like, well, oh, man. okay, I guess we're done here. This is <laughs> that was fun, but we're moving on. Um. But yeah, if you want to talk about the punting, I don't really want to talk about this game anymore other than the fact that the Giants are still alive and it's dumb. <laughs> um, all I have to say about this game, and I think I might have texted this to you, was this this is a game for Graham Gano. This was Gano's game. Come out, get a couple field goals, show off your stuff. The anchor of this team. Uh, Punting-wise, three boot Riley Dixon, three boots, 141 yards. An average of 47, uh, no touchbacks, no coffins, long of 54. So very, I'd say all in all, good day for him. Had a, yeah, had a good showing. Him, him and Graham, the boots on the legs on the team had a, had a good showing. Yep. So we can, uh, but we can close it out. That game was everything we thought it would be. Yep. Couldn't have, couldn't have gone any differently. And no. been like, oh yeah, that was more accurate. Nope, this was the most accurate iteration. Yeah, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we could move on to the. This would be normally where we talk about the NFC player the least, but we already did that. It was Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. It was obviously yeah. Dwayne Haskins, and I think all eight people on the panel 
of voting for this award voted Dwayne Haskins. They did yesterday afternoon, actually. Yeah. I, yeah. I got I got four votes yesterday in for yeah. him, and they were like, it's him. It's already – and I was like, the games aren't even done yet. The Eagles are still playing, and they were like, nope. He, it's in. It's fine. Yeah. And then I was like, but Jalen, he threw two picks, and they and they were horrible picks. And then look at this. The Eagles – and they're like, nope. Can't top what he did, and they're no, right. One so, last holdout um, vote until this morning, waiting for Heineke's uh, mm. grades to come in. But once those mm. weren't fails, then he got the nod. Yeah. It, it's hard. It's hard to argue with that. So um, before we get into any other nonsense, I guess we can do. You know, it's our second. You know. We got only one more week of stats left. So quick stat yeah. highlight because we had some thing, we had some movement. We had some movement, okay. believe it or okay. not, because things got shaken up a little bit. Cowboys, who had basically since Dak went down, led in uh, uh, net points in terms of how negative it was. They have been overtaken not once, but twice now. So uh, the football team is now, they were positive. They're back at zero. It's flat even. Good. I'll take it. All right. Yep. I'll take it. Giants took a commanding lead by now being negative 81. The Eagles, though, they're hot on their heels at minus 78. And then the Cowboys, who were in an even deeper hole than both of them, uh, have inched their way back to a sly third at minus 70. So that's good time. And... So the football team have kind of a commanding lead of commanding 70. Lead. Oh my gosh. And they're only a game up. Oh. Only a game up, but they they have they are 70 points better when it comes to net points. Oh, I hope they don't make the playoffs. Oh, oh if they lose, they'll be they'll go into the negative and all four teams will be negative. Mm-hmm. Oh. It'll just be a matter of if the Giants can win by a narrow margin, they could potentially lead in <laughs> net points in terms of like have they and and win the division. Let's just sit on that for me. All right, they could they could have the most they they could have the least amount of net points and win the division. That's the what Giants we're going are at for. what negative eighty one. Negative eighty one. Now the and Eagles. They, and- so as long as they win, they'll be fine yeah. because they're only three points behind. They're a field goal behind that. Okay, and then the Cowboys are negative seventy. Yeah, they're eleven points behind that. So, so so long as the Giants don't beat them by, if the Giants win by less than a touchdown against the Cowboys, they'll be in front of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that'll keep them in. And as long as the Eagles beat keep Washington. Them behind the Eagles. <laughs> oh. Oh, jeez, dude. Well, there's the goal. Figured out the goal for next week. Okay. <laughs> You've got it. You've got it locked down. Like I said, man, there's some flip-flops, some interesting storylines. As a division, this is fun, 60.9% completion percentage. So we, if, if everyone plays bad enough, we could be looking at going sub-60 for the year. I mean, it would take an that outing. Would be special. The Eagles are the anchor with 56.8, but their passing percentage got worse this week, cumulatively, between both quarterbacks. So, yeah, that's uh, just leave that there. No one is no longer negative on touchdowns to interceptions. The Giants, even their score with their last minute, you know, comeback crap. They, but they are still even. They're 10 and 10 
Washington evened it up with uh, a guy who no longer plays on their team. And I love being able to say that only a day out. Yeah. He, uh, they are at 14 and 14. We're not going to talk about the Cowboys. They're way too positive, namely uh-huh. thanks to Dak. And then the Eagles now are slightly more positive because a couple good games, but uh, yeah, other than that. So the Eagles broke 60 in sacks. They have, they took, they're tallying out at 62 sacks. I think that's pretty impressive to be sacked that much. Um, we sadly now have we are above eighty on our cumulative rating, so that's mm. that's unfortunate. Um, other than that, our turnover ratio is impeccable, minus seventeen. That is up. wow. Yeah, so the Giants somehow are positive on that; they're a plus one, but everyone else. Everyone else is in the negatives. Yeah. So that's a big thing. You know, we're officially at 11,000 punt yards on on 239 punts, averaging 42.6. So coming in strong in the boot department, but that net points storyline and whoever comes out on top of the division, that's, that's the driving force here, folks. That's the big stat of the week that we're going to be watching. Incredible. That is. Mm -hmm. So I think without further ado, we, let's see, we, we, you were fine with my, with the Browns. I just want to be yep. clear. Did you have I'm another selection? Yeah. So obviously it's Browns. So, so yeah. So we've gotten our two highlights out of the way. I guess uh, the only thing uh, left to do then is uh, if, unless I'm missing something is you have a segment to, to take on next. Sure do. Um, mm. Let's see here. Uh, are you more of a fan of Arbor Day or Earth Day? Definitely Arbor Day. I thought so. Without question. All right. So uh, coming into this week, the new year is upon us. New Year's resolutions for each team. Oh, we got three yeah. of them per team. Let's start off with the Giants. Resolution number one, get Saquon healthy. <laughs> I don't yes. care what you have to do, hyperbolic time chamber, anything. That's your goal. Because if he's on this team, it's a totally different team. And if he's not, then this is the team. And it's sad. Number two, send Daniel Jones to camp over the summer so he can learn about potential new quarterback maneuvers and how to avoid the 20-yard line. Because <laughs> I don't want to see it again. Oh, nobody does. Resolution number three, make a firm decision on if we want to be a playoff team or a let's get a good draft pick team. Because this halfway stuff, no matter if they could potentially do both this year, I don't like it. Choose. Make up your mind. And we might find out next week where they want to be. All right. We'll move on to football team. This one's going to be pretty quick, so uh, buckle your seatbelt. One, pick a team name. (laughs) Two, two, pick a quarterback. Three, look into the NFL bylaws to see how to fire an owner. Love it. Love it. I think those I was gonna are say, concise. Yeah, what do you think? Can I, can I, I just want to add a note. This is like a subtext under their first Please. one. And it's one they can actually already check off. Get rid of Dwayne Haskins. They did it, folks. I know they already did it, Ron so it's not it. a resolution for next year. They preemptively did this yeah, resolution. Was that was his eight. resolution, but uh, <laughs> Ron found a way to make it happen. Anyways, carry on. All right, Cowboys. 
relentlessly study ankle explosions on YouTube to decide if signing Dak long-term is still an option. <laughs> ankle explosions? <laughs> That's, That's so accurate. <laughs> All right. Number two, Google tattoo removal and talk to Ezekiel Elliott into maybe, <laughs> just maybe, getting the feed me taken off his stomach and have him take a different path to pay for his community college. <laughs> These are incredible. Number three, talk Jerry Jones into signing some players for the defensive side of the football because there is two. (laughs) So good luck with that one. Jerry seems set in his ways on that, but give it a shot. It's a solid resolution to have. He likes getting the degenerates, you know, the people that were out of the (laughs) league for like four years, the people that – Accidentally footballed on somebody that they shouldn't have footballed on. That they shouldn't have footballed on. <laughs> oh no, I footballed there. I shouldn't have footballed. Um, yeah, yeah, that's precisely what happened. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, last but not least, the Eagles. Resolution number one: Go all insert teen high school drama TV show and pick between Carson and Jalen. You can't just use them both for your own purposes and not commit. Number two, do a little research and set up a Google alert for NFL defensive back and maybe try to sign one or two of those guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Number three, consider outside-of-the-box options to, you know, call plays and run the offense. Think about people that you might not, kind of like Mike Leach or Lane Kiffin. Or maybe even Sarkeesian. Just if they have been rejected at any level, but they might still have some wily possibility to coach an offense, maybe give them a look. Because what you got now, it, it ain't it. It's just it's not it. No, it is so bad. Oh, my gosh. It's so bad. So the only the only the one I would add to true. that, Yeah, they were incredible. The, the one I would add to the Eagles – which it's actually been our resolution for the past two seasons. So it's a, it's a, it's a care, it's rollover resolution. Um, Right. Is maybe learn how to stretch. And also you don't always have to go full tilt and practice so we can uh, keep some people healthy for more than a week at a time. Have a few shorts and shoulder pad days. Those are okay. too. Gotta go full pads every day. Ice baths and hot tubs are a thing. Massage <laughs> therapists, you know, man, learning how to manage. Just I don't know, eating your Wheaties. Literally anything at this point that they're not doing that they could do. That's as simple as that. Just drinking a little more milk. Here's here's shots of milk. Milk. Everyone takes a shot of milk and and a shot of Wheaties before practice. I don't yeah, care if it, it fun if, so if, they get excited about it. Right. So they'll be excited about staying healthy. I, you know, it's, it's like, we got to come in and be like, all right, boys, here's what we got to do. Cause this is ridiculous. Setting records yeah. for, for offensive line combinations. Literally have almost had a different one every week. We've had, I think at this point, 15 different ones, literally 15 different combinations. Each week is something new. And that's not what you want to do. Also, also, sorry. Last thing, Please. unrelated a little bit, but, but a little bit related. Don't come to 
the NFL and say stupid things like we want to be a quarterback factory. You're in the NFL. You're not, you don't want to develop quarterbacks and then ship them off. You want to get a good quarterback and hang on to him for, I don't know, at least a decade and maybe, maybe win, win the Super Bowl or something. Not, Hey, we want to make a bunch of good quarterbacks and send them off to our competitors. You're in the wrong league, buddy. If you're, that's what you want to do. You kind of are, but uh, no, your your resolutions were incredible. My vote, best resolutions were the Cowboys. I enjoyed those the most. Yeah, I think they were all accurate. Those felt the best to me when I was doing it. Oh well, I guess we got to do predictions for the last week of the I season, guess don't we? we? It's weird, man. It's weird. I'm just, I'm feeling, I'm, fe- I just keep feeling this nostalgia, right? So the last week of the season is like, holy crap, how far we've come. All, all the leasting we've covered. It's just one giant landfill trash mountain of leasting, you know? You know, when you're driving yep. on the outskirts of town, you're like, oh, look, I didn't know we had like a big hill like that. And then you start looking closer and realize, oh, there's a bunch of trash in that dirt. That's trash mountain. And then you realize, yep. How rudimentary are we with getting rid of our waste that we still just, we literally at an industrial level, just go, just throw some dirt on it, kind of bury it, make a little pile in the back, in the outskirts of town. And that, it'll go away, literally sweeping it under the earth's rug. But that's neither here nor there. Um, next week, the final week, everything's on the table. Look, there's there's no holding back now. Let's go full least. And we get we it's it's a it's the ultimate hyper bowl week. We get dual hyper bowls here. The final hyper bowl. Man, just with a six inch muffler blowing black diesel smoke out of it at full throttle. That's what we're getting. Yep. Dually hyper bowls. Let's go. Connor, which one you want to start with? Well, I think we gotta go with uh Cowboys Giants because mm-hmm. that's the one that sets up the final. Oh, it does. It does. Uh, It's tough to tell because the Cowboys are actually on a three-game win streak. I don't know if you knew that. Um, Obviously, they're the only ones in the division that even are on a win streak. Washington's on a two-loss. Giants are on a three-loss. Eagles are on a two-loss. So it couldn't be much more opposite. (laughs) So that leads me to believe that the Cowboys will lay an egg. The Giants will attempt to lay a bigger egg. Who's going to lay the biggest egg? It's tough to tell. Um, so we're going to go 16-13. Um, I have to say Giants just out of fandom. <laughs> I don't know what, dude, you were killing it today. <laughs> oh, I mean, I was I was fully expecting that that statement that you started talking about them being on a win streak to go where it went. But I was just thinking about how in typical talk you're like, ah, oh, they're they're hot. They're on a three game win streak, so they're gonna the other the other team's on a skid, so they're gonna come out and they're gonna they're gonna handle business. Not in this division, folks. You're nope. a three game win streak. Oh, you're in trouble. Oh, you're in <laughs> big bad. trouble. The Giants were on due. a four game win streak before their current three game losser. So it'll come tumbling down sooner or later, my friend. Oh yeah. I think the difference maker is Daniel Jones is going to go, ha, already tripped on 20, can only do that once a year, and he'll take it all the way. That, that's that's my hinge point for this game. That and Graham Gano. All right. 
Oh, Graham Gano, let's be real, because Zerline shows that he likes to be a, a traditional least kicker and occasionally miss for no good reason. So, uh, yeah, I'll take that 16-13 score, and I, I think it's going to come down. I think you're going to see a, a, a run finished out by Daniel, and then you're going to see Graham Gano just anchor this team like it's nobody's business and I like it. and just be laser focused in. And yeah, the Cowboys are due to lay a big egg. And is it up in the, oh yeah, it's up in the Meadowlands, isn't it? Yep. Oh sure man. Is. So it's, it's going to be nice and snowy and cold. Cowboys have been in their cushy indoor stadium in the South. It's all climate control. We're still like 60 degrees. They're going to get, oh, yeah. yeah. They're done. Sorry. It'll be snowy, cold, no fans, just the oh. worst possible situation for the Cowboys. So bad. Yeah, that's why that's why Daniel's not gonna trip on any yard line. Can't see him. It's all the same. It's all <laughs> yep. one big white sheep. Ah, everything's a yard line. Whatever. Seems legit to me. Mm-hmm. So let's move to the Sunday night football matchup. Woo-hoo. The hyper bowl of all hyper bowls. Kind time, of time. <laughs> yeah, sort of. <laughs> Eagles, who are now eliminated, may choose to not play. They might protest. We don't know. Or they might be like, you know what? We can't have a team called football team representing our terrible division in the playoffs. That hurts too bad. Do we know? Of course not. Do we expect anything good? Absolutely not. Um, I don't know. Eagles, I don't know how they win. I'm terrified. I don't either. Um, obviously, Alex Smith is not going to play. He can't. Dude. If he plays, I, I say good Ron, luck to the Eagles. Ron is so hopeful. They, they they showed it earlier, and he said, Ron Rivera is optimistic that Alex will, will be the starter on Sunday, and he still listed yep. as like questionable or doubtful. I'm like, knowing how he does leg injuries, if he goes out there and he's not fully 100%, he's going full almost dying mode and going to hurt himself yep. again. So, yep. yeah, I'm with you. I don't see I, – I feel they have to go full Heineken, you know, like Heineken's gone in on their non-alcoholic beer campaign that's been uh-huh. very weird because that's nobody drinks it for the flavor is, uh, is, is what they're going to have to do. And, you, you know, it's they're going to have to go full Heineken. And in that situation, I'd see – it's very winnable, but like you said, if Alex Smith yeah. comes back, I don't know. I don't either, unless he's not doesn't come back full strength. So, right, uh, it's ugly, ugly, ugly. Heineken, I vote Eagles win because they come out real hot for some strange reason, score fourteen points in a second, and uh, then Heineken is not able to deliver any sort of goods. So fourteen three. Ooh. If Heineken does not play and it's Alex Smith, I say 17-14 football team is our division champion. Okay. I I will take that, and I will just elaborate to say if, if they go full Heineken, it's going to be a first quarter game, meaning 14-3 to three at the end of the first, and we are going to see no good football we're gonna three and out three and out three and out couple turnovers from each team the rest of the game you're gonna get three quarters of leasting so hard and it's gonna end up that way or or it's going to be 14 to 3 with alex smith starting and then alex smith the eagles are gonna carbon copy what they did last week because that's their new favorite game plan and say hey we're gonna we're gonna run all we're gonna run 
um, good plays, have good play calling in the first quarter, and then after that, we're going to get redundant and awkward, and the defense is going to be able to read us like a book, and we're not going to – they've committed to not scoring outside of the first quarter unofficially um, per my anonymous source that doesn't exist within the locker room. So – 17 14 but you'll see much like last week instead of getting to 37 points they'll only get to 17 and uh it'll be 17 14 so that one is pretty dependent upon alex smith but i say even if he does come back he's only good for a touchdown and then he is going to um re-injure get injured or just have to come out for some reason and you're going to see heineken close it out and not be able to close the gap and that that might give the eagles like a spurt of energy to go and score on one more time on a drive, but uh, 14, three or 17, 14. And it's a flip flop on that. So. Yep. But all eyes of America will be on that game. It is. You get the Carrie Underwood, like Sunday night football theme song mm-hmm. leading up to that. You get, you get NFL Sunday night countdown. You get all of that. It's going to be wild. Everyone's coming to the show to see the two weirdos try and fight. That's what it is. It's the two yep. weird kids who decided to buck up to each other and be like, we're going to fight. And everyone's like, can they fight? And you realize I, they barely can throw, they I barely can see throw it. baseball. And we're all like, oh, we got to see it. They're taking bets. You got people getting in each guy's corner. They're all hyped up for them. They're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a thing. And it's kind of one of those things where everyone's going to sit in there. They're going for the show. Not because it's going to be a good fight. Well, it in, in the traditional sense, but it's going to be a fight to remember. And you're going to want to be there. You're not going to want to be the guy be like, Oh man, Ricky and Jerry fought over here. And they're like, they fought. They did what? And they're like, what? yeah, you missed it. And they're like, yeah, man, I won 400 bucks on that fight. It was wild. You've never seen a worse fight in your life, but it was awesome. And then guess what? You're going to be the guy that missed that fight. So don't miss that fight. Cause that's going to be that hyper bowl Sunday night, sit down, make some extra good queso and get ready for bad football. So perfect. Yeah, <laughs> extra good, extra thick. Cause that's oh, what you're yeah. going to need to, cause you, you, you're going to have to force something into your system that will sit you down like a nice thick queso. So you, even when you want to get up and walk away, you physically can't. That's the goal yeah, here. I like but with that, uh, do you even want to attempt power rankings at this point? Oh, power rankings. <laughs> Um, I know Eagles, I are, Eagles are last just because they're eliminated. Yes. Sorry, literally last. Uh, That's fair. Giants football team, Cowboys are number one because they're on a three game win streak. Oh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's it weird. hurts, but that's what it is. Eagle, Eagles are definitely last, but also the only hope Obi Wan Kenobi side. Yeah. Like, they're the worst of us, but they are also the ones that like everyone's counting on. So, that's hilarious. What we and absolutely what we deserve. Then, obviously, what we've seen from the Giants, you know, they, they got to take the three spot. Washington, oh, yeah. though, um, is, is, is really gunning for that three spot with Heineken they at the really helm. And, but they're, they're a slight edge at number two. And then the Cowboys are the obvious number one, who I think by next week we could see, we could see this turn totally on its head. The Eagles could jump a spot or two if they win. The Giants could jump to number one, and the Cowboys and the football team would be competing for last. This very is very true. This is how it's wild it get. It could get totally flipped on its head, and I love it. And I hope you love it. I'm going to be there for it. 
all in. Man, what a what a, what a time to be alive. What a week. What a what what football to watch. I mean, it's like, look, I've I've had my TV on mute just on the NFL network. You know how many NFC least highlights I've seen and talking points I've seen? This is crazy. This is absolutely bonkers. We've been t- I mean, we've been talking about this all season. Obviously, this is our thing, but it really hasn't made much more media attention than like random blip in the middle of a game here and there about how bad the division is. But like this is there's no football happening right now, and they are talking about it. This is incredible stuff. This is how the the NFC least has really worked their way into being the in the national spotlight by being all while being so bad at everything. So bad. So yeah. I think uh Connor, you have anything else? You know what? I don't. I'm just ready for it all to end, and we know what's coming next. So somebody's got nothing in the playoffs. Else. Someone has to. Someone get in. has to win, and has to get in the playoffs. And I will make a prediction. I don't know what our extent of the coverage will be for that yet, but <laughs> it just it kind of depends on who and what the matchup is and how that pans out too. So, but that's all, all, all down the line. We're going to look forward to finish out the regular season. The only way this division knows how, and that's the very least, but still managing a primetime game. So on that note, we'd love to know any and all of your thoughts. Send us an email. It's the rambling Viking at gmail.com, or you can text the show. It's 580-789-9258. Send in your thoughts, ideas, predictions, whatever it may be. If you have uh, you know, a suggestion for our final show potentially next week. And this is one of the few weeks we were actually guaranteed a show because for most of the season, if you knew, if, if you've been with us, you knew this show was only guaranteed so long as the division kept leasting. And if we had, if we had more than one team start all of a sudden start playing lights out, this series was done. It would only, it was only going as far as the division allowed it to go. Yet here we are. Finishing out the season, guaranteed one more final NFC least blowout episode, a review on the season. It's going to be a big one. So I'm excited. I know Connor's excited. I mean, if we can, you know what kind of excited we mean. It's it's a weird excited. But yes. uh, I think that's going to do it for this this edition of the NFC least um, here on the Rambling Viking podcast. Words are hard. I got the Rona cut me some slack. But we will look forward to this weekend. I hope you're looking forward to this weekend and we will see you next week. Watch 